Hello and welcome to Last Sons of Krypton, a Superman podcast. I'm Connor from the House of L. And I'm Ray from the House of Zod. What should I say? Today we are Last Sons of Zeus, Ooh. Heracles podcast. I, f- <laughs> I feel I feel elevated. I feel... Mm. <laughs> yes. So so we mentioned before, this is our bonus episode that we'd be doing. We'd be covering a Heracles trilogy. Uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, Heracles is the greek for hercules mm-hmm. both the exact same really um hercules is more well known but because the book uses the name heracles that's how we'll be yes doing it or if we sometimes like i was read the book and i'd read hercules instead of heracles like oh yeah so or you, you could know. pronounce it her ackles if you want it, it doesn't matter whatever floats <laughs> your, whatever floats your boat <laughs> Yeah, actually, I, I just assume Heracles is how you pronounce it. I don't yeah, actually yeah. know. Oh, no, I, I think that is the way to, to say it. Yeah. Any ancient Greeks out there, please let us know. Oh, <laughs> yeah, they... Yeah, I'm sure they'll, I'm sure they'll pipe right up. Um, so, yeah, this is a trilogy. Uh, I'm not sure quite what the trilogy covers yet, but for now it seems to be covering his 12 labours. Um... You know, for for those like the the basic the basic gist of, Her- of Hercules, the thing he's most famous for is his twelve labors. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I guess arguably, I guess the Disney movie is probably what a lot of people consider the definitive Hercules now. Uh, um, that or we just mentioned shortly before Kevin we went Sorbo. on air, seventh Kevin Sorbo. I mean, people do love Xena, yeah. the Warrior Princess, and and I think that that tied over, didn't it? I didn't watch it, so. That was in yeah, the same, that, same that universe. Was a spin-off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. From yeah. what I've heard, Xena was better, but um, yeah, I think Xena. I, I, I haven't really seen either. Oh, really? I started watching Xena when it came out, but um, I wasn't a big enough fan to continue the journey. But Lucy Lawless, great, she's a great actor. It's good. Yeah, yeah. No, she's um, and Ra- and Sam and... Raimi as well. Um, what? It's a Raimi. It's done by the Raimi brothers. Um, so t- really, yeah, Ted Raimi's in it. Yeah. Himself, yeah, you see him in Spider Man as well, right? Um, and Sam, the the director brother, the big brother, uh, yeah, he's he's um, well, he, he's executive he's, producer or something, he is some part in it, yeah. Who is he in Spider Man? Ted Raimi, uh, he was one of the office workers, uh, uh, um, he was kind of like a lackey to J. Jonah Jameson, uh, yeah, so like a cameo or just a bit part, a bit part, yeah. He always he's known to always have like cameo parts from his brothers as. Brothers films, so yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I yeah. As soon as I looked him up, I knew who he was. Yep. Um, yeah, yeah, <laughs> he's got yeah. a very distinctive head. Um, he does. Yeah. 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 Actually, I don't. I'm not sure I even know what Sam Raimi looks like. I'd have to look it up. He's... Yeah, I didn't know for a long time. I, I looked it up a while. He doesn't doesn't quite look like his brother. It's a bit more grizzled, I think. Last I saw, he had like a like stubble. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. He's, I always, I always picture him dressed in black in my head, <laughs> walking, strutting down the, <laughs> strutting down. Yeah, the, no, not not that type. <laughs> yeah. So uh, all the all the Disney Hercules, uh, mm-hmm. which I actually like, as people have pointed out, it's more of a Superman movie. Like at the start, anyway, it's mm-hmm. got some like nods to Hercules. Like there's, like the myth. There's a uh, like he fights a Hydra. Okay. You get some of his labors in like a montage, but they're not 
labors. Like that's not really the plot. And um, uh, there's a there's a fun cameo scene where he's posing for a vase painting and he's wearing a lion skin, but it's a uh, scar from the Lion King. Oh wow, cool, nice. That's like a fun little cross little, universe, little um, e- Easter egg or something or whatever you call it. Yeah, uh, and I could go more into that, but we won't because I'm not going to talk about that. Uh, from what I've talked with Ray, I don't think you would like it because uh, if you want, <laughs> if you want any accuracy, it's just not, <laughs> it's just nowhere. Um, just uh, accuracy in name only, right? I guess. Pretty yeah. much, yeah. yeah. Like it's even the timeline's wrong. Like he's he's after Achilles and stuff like that. It's just no. yeah, and that yeah. But um, anyway, so uh, Hercules, Heracles, uh, ancient strongman. You know, uh, Superman's kind of part of that natural progression of heroes of, you know, Samson, Hercules, yeah. uh, all, the, all these strong lads. I mean, I, I guess before he was immortalized as well, he was he was just known as I, one of the first kind of superheroes, like superhuman. Like he, yeah, he was mortal, like he, a demigod. But he yeah. had this incredible strength. Again, as you're saying, uh, touches with uh, Samson. So these kind of figures all throughout time, you know, the mythical figures. Yeah. Uh, but Hercules is, is def- Heracles is um, a big one. And I don't know, you have to be living under a rock to not know at least something the, about Hercules. He's the biggest. Yeah. I, th- I think he's the biggest ancient hero. Like, yeah. I, don't, I don't think there's any other heroes that are bigger than him, that are more well-known, you know? In, in all the mythologies. Like, Her- Hercules is a household name. Yeah, I, I'd say, I'd say so. I can't think of any other in any mythology, to be honest. It's, it's um, become it's become very, um, he's become very iconic as well. If you think about, like, you're talking about Herculean strength. I mean, we don't mm, we don't say oh, anything absolutely. else. We don't say, you know, um, Gilgamesh strength or something like <laughs> yeah. that, you know? So, yeah. Yeah, like, I mean, there's, and he's constantly... You know, as soon as movie making was a thing, he's had a constant. None of them have been accurate, but there's been a constant stream of like Hercules TV shows and movies and stuff. Mm. Uh, Hercules in New York, oh, <laughs> that old source, I guess. Um, Which is, I mean, really interesting to note because you and I were talking prior, Connor, and the fact that, um, I guess, what was written of him, like, there's not that mm. much, you know, yeah. for someone to become such a popular, iconic figure. Um, for you know, for a long time, for centuries, there's really not that much to to glean off him um, from the text. Yeah, he's he's not like Achilles, where he has a defi- or Odysseus, where they have like definitive works about them. You know, like he's just at, at some point people compiled all the myth, all the information on him, and put it into like a book. Yeah, and that's like you know, pe- like people are just knew about him through word of mouth and through various like you know, plays and traditions and stuff. I mean, he ends up being worshipped as a god as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like the Romans worship Hercules and stuff. Uh, so, yeah, it, it is interesting but like that he is so well-known despite not having a definitive tome, as it were. Um, and, like, Yeah, and I guess that comes down to, doesn't it? I, I mean, I, I guess everyone is... I don't know, it... <laughs> What is it? what is it? It's just that really primal thing of someone that's, I guess, strength. You know, he's physical, physical strength. Um, yeah. It just seems to appeal to, yeah, just to I the minds. Yeah. I mean, I, I'll, I'll disclaim I'm not an expert mm. on Greek mythology. It's my hobby. I love it, but I'm not, 
you know, I'm not an expert. I'm not a, I'm not a professional scholar or anything. So I just want to disclaimer that. So <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm not, I'm not talking with authority here, but I have read a lot. And, um, I think like he was, you know, Theseus was like the hero of Athens mm. and, but like, uh, Hercules was the biggest hero for a couple of reasons. I think he had so many adventures that pretty much all of Greece could lay claim. Mm-hmm. Like, like, oh, he, he came to our town once to do this. You know what I mean? Like, every everywhere in Greece could lay claim to fame because mm-hmm. of Hercules. He was a nationwide hero. He went everywhere. He did everything. And that's the other reason, I think, is because of the variety of his adventures. Yeah. Uh, like, the 12 labors and, the, like, the solutions he has to come up with and stuff. Um, you know, and his, like, notorious, like, appetite for women and also the fact that he ended up sort of being champion as like a savior of mankind by getting rid of the monsters yep. in the world and stuff. Um, I, I guess it just hits all those points, doesn't it? Check, ticks those yeah. boxes. Uh, even the, uh, the whole reason for having the labors as well, quite the, quite the tragedy. Uh, and yeah. if, if you, again, you look at many, like many superheroes in the comic book realm, uh, there's something, it's that kind of thing, isn't it? It's kind of like trying to redeem yourself. Um, and mm. uh, by all means, like Hercules is not a flawless character, uh, and I oh, think no. <laughs> I think that's what makes him. I guess that's what sets him apart, you know. Um, and you have these. I mean, actually, even the gods themselves—they're not exactly the best. Um, oh, they're worse. Yeah, they're worse. <laughs> but uh, but Hercules, he's he's um, he's fallible, you know. He's vulnerable yep. as well, but he goes on these fantastic adventures, and I think it just catches the imagination of a lot of people with these labours, uh, and how he redeems himself, or at least tries to redeem himself, is, uh, yeah. is something that appeals to a lot of people. Yeah, and, uh, you know, um, yeah, it, it is interesting. Like, uh, back to, like, the superpower thing, like, all the other... So, you know, Perseus is kind of like an RPG character. Like, his adventure was... And he's he's a pretty good guy. I couldn't find anything that he'd done that was bad, mm-hmm. which is pretty rare for Greek heroes. <laughs> but his whole thing was, like, he would get these cool... Like, there was magic kind of involved in his story, which is unusual. Like, Athena gave him, like, the helm... I think it was, like, the helm of Hades, which would make him invincible. He got Hermes slippers to fly around. He got all these magical items to help on his quest. Mm-hmm. But, like, then Achilles, like, you know, he was just a really good fighter. Yeah. Like, the whole dips in the river sticks thing, that came later. Mm-hmm. So he wasn't really invulnerable and then theseus he was really strong and stuff but he was known for his like uh values mm-hmm. i guess and his feats but like um hercules is the only one who seems to be like uh their equivalent or just like you know he has super strength like he has a superpower mm. <laughs> um that none of the other greek heroes really have like they're all extraordinary and have extraordinary abilities but like this is you know, uh, they all kind of pale in comparison to what Hercules is capable of. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he lifts the, you know, the cosmos, the celestial heavens yeah. on his back. <laughs> that, that's Yeah, I mean, he he takes the, the burden off of a guide himself and, and just, uh, which is yeah. very, it's almost impossible to really imagine what the, the scope of, yeah. of strength needed for that. Um, but yeah... I was about to say as well, like he just his link to to Zeus, like you know his father being mm. such a massive 
like the top dog. Oh yeah, the I mean, king of the gods. Yeah, that that I think has to play into it as well. So he's not actually he's not actually Zeus, but he's kind of I don't know. There's a, the whole kind of father son dynamic, you, you know. The, the yeah, dads. that like. Yeah, the whole Zeus has so many sons. <laughs> yeah, because you know the guy got around. Uh, the other, the other major Greek hero that was his son is Perseus, mm. um, and Zeus was involved in his journey as well. Like he obviously wanted him to succeed, and yeah. the same with you know Heracles. Uh, except here is much more of an opponent here, and uh, yeah, there's, there's so many reasons. Because, like, you know, the the story of Hercules ties into the stories of the gods as well, and mm-hmm. Hera and Zeus constantly at each other's throats because Zeus is a jerk and Hera decides to be horrible in response, and all the gods getting caught between them and stuff. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, it's just it's just good stuff. Um, and you know, we we both like the the Marvel Hercules oh, yes. stuff because uh, I that's I just wanted to bring that up because a like it's more accurate than you know all the movies and stuff we get mm. especially Greg Pax's run which is the main one I've read but b that uh but for me they actually pulled off him lifting up what Atlas was holding oh, yeah I yeah. love the way they drew that yeah it was um like he just looks like he's kind of holding up the sky and yeah. I thought that was it is a good really represent- way of doing it. Yeah, it is a good rep- representation, I think, as well. But yeah, you're yeah. right. He, he um in in the Marvel for, for those that don't know, like I mean, obviously Marvel has a Hercules, as does DC as well. But I, yeah. I believe Marvel's Hercules is a little bit more used um, than mm. the DC Hercules. Uh, but yeah, he, he they do they do kind of um, in at least a Greg Pak run, and and uh, I say that because yeah. The Bob Layton runs early is absolutely nothing to do to do with um with the mythology, um but it's good to have that tie that accuracy at least an accuracy or nod to or reference oh, yeah. to 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 the actual myth. So it, it kind of I don't know it, it it gives Hercules a lot more depth than because he could easily come off in the Marvel universe as just this um, womanizer heavy drinker which he has been uh, portrayed yeah. as. And and he is that like in, oh yeah he is in the definitely. myth, but that could have been all he all he was. But then yeah. by introducing the myth, uh, you you get such so much more. Like you get such a complex character, um, and so yeah, highly recommended. I think is he, a great use. I mean he he doesn't do it all the time as well. He had a, a long tenure in the Avengers throughout the eighties and the nineties as well. Uh, part of a team again really nothing to do with mythology. It's just a big, yeah. strong guy. Um, uh, and, and I said the Bob Layton run as well, very cosmic. Uh, and more more recently with the Al Ewing run, he's in the Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, he's one of the uh, part of the new team now as well. And that's mm. all absolute, 100% sci-fi. So you don't, re- you don't really, although there was a, a thing at the beginning where they, um, they had these dark gods uh, come, so Zeus turned bad or something. Um, right, right, and they, and he imprisoned Hercules. So there are little touchstones, but not as good as the Greg Pack run. One of my favorite parts of that pack run is when Zeus is reborn as a child, and he's just like oh, generally just he's just really insolent, and he just occasionally will just kick the crap out of people. Like, <laughs> yeah, I love him. He's got the flaming red hair, but it's that kind of. It's immediately comedic because he's such a big titan, right? But he's been oh, reduced yeah. to a, a 
a, a preteen. I think there was a part, and I'm pretty sure it was someone like Thor and Hercules had trouble with that he just one shot him or something. Um, <laughs> so you know, yeah. Uh, but yeah, that 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 was fun. I do want to read that Prince of Power. He goes to space. I've heard that's very good. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. Just just enjoy it for what it is. It's just, it's a crazy. Yeah. Oh, look, you crazy know, I, I don't mind it. Like if you just take the character of Hercules and put mm. him in places, I don't really mind. Um, yeah. You know. Yeah. No. If it's, but you, uh, yeah. He, he is a complicated character. Uh, complicated because he does have death, but also complicated is like just because the way stories told back then. Like you read a summary of Hercules' life. And a lot of things you're like, why did he do that? Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, yeah. like, and so, um, like, there's that famous example where he, which is considered like the worst thing he's done, where he has that friend, uh, not Ithacles, but a similar sounding name. Can't remember what it is, but mm-hmm. he, uh, he kills him over some horses or something. Oh, right. And it's either written that he gets sent mad by Hera again and throws him off a cliff, or he just murders him in cold blood to steal horses. Oh, right. So that's like, that's just one of those things where it's like you're reading a summary of his life and you're like, why'd he do that? So I, yeah. one of the things I like is how Greg Pak was able to reconcile these sort of contradictory aspects in his mythology mm. and make him into a, you know, cohesive sort of unit. Yeah. Like, you understand him as a character, like, you know, because he's, by today's standards, he's he's not a great person. <laughs> no, no, he isn't. He isn't. Um, um you know, he's, uh, but, the, you know, it's also par for the court, like, by the standards back then, I think he was pretty regular. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, one of the things, yeah, I mean, you, you do miss and you don't note that much, I guess, um, in, like, the pop culture of Hercules is, uh, yeah, this rage and stuff that he has, this kind of mm-hmm. um, fury that's within. Uh, it always reminds me of, like, <laughs> like Wolverine's berserker rage. Um, yeah. Thor has it too. Thor has this, Kind of like this, I don't know what is this Viking rage or something. They go, they go blind, and um, but Hercules is very much kind of that as well. Um, yeah, and that, that's the the one of the things I don't like about these a lot of Hercules adaptations. They just make him too good. Yeah, they don't acknowledge the darker aspects of the character. Mm. Um, you know, it's like they never make Achilles too good. <laughs> they always acknowledge his darker aspects, but Hercules yeah. is, you know. Well, the good thing. Uh, about like um, later on in the Hercules runs in the Marvel comics, and another I think interesting aspect for him is that, uh, as I mentioned before, you know, big womanizer, big drinker, and stuff. And it comes to a point yeah. where he, in a world of superheroes, becomes redundant and almost a laughing stock among superheroes who don't really respect him that much anymore. Yeah. And there's this whole thing. This was around the Civil War, uh, Civil War Two, period. Um, so it's around the Abnett uh, run of the Hercules. He gets really despondent and he gets really kind of like, shit, I've got to get my crap together. Like, right. I'm a, I'm a, like, I'm the first superhero that ever was, you yeah, know, yeah. but people don't respect me. So he, he wants to change and it's just him trying to get out of that funk as well. And again, I mean, I think that's a really great take on him because, uh, sure, it's, it's not immediately like from the, from the mythos, but, Oh, it, yeah. it plays on that character about how he is a man of excess, but he's also got that noble heart, and and he's trying to do good, but again he he he's got so many vices that he's become almost like a joke. Um, so yeah, I think I yeah. think it's yeah I think it's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, with for me with like the Marvel Hercules, they've kept his 
mythological backstory like accurately or like an interpretation of it because there's different versions yeah so i don't it, it for me it feels like reading about the character in that setting mm-hmm. you know yeah. for my my personal interpretation of what the character is like i feel like has come to life in that setting yeah um it's a bit it's a bit of a shame that that happens after the runs i'm reading though where he's such like a central figure and um it feels like he's finally getting the respect he deserves. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. You know. Well, uh, I mean, but, but yeah. I mean, a lot, a lot happens between then and and um, mm. we're talking like, oh, like like two thousand seventeen, something like that. So right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, those those Greg Pack runs are getting uh, collections as well. I think there's two out. Yeah. Yep. Um, so there should be another one coming out. So they're worth picking up. Um, so yeah, uh, but onto these books. Um, so they, they, there's a trilogy of books. The first one is called Son of Zeus. Mm-hmm. It is written by. I really want to pronounce this name right, so I'm gonna. Oh, it's probably hard to like. It's probably a, a really particular. I should have. To... I should have just looked up an interview. With oh him. yeah. Um, Glenn Illiffy. Yeah, really I, I would have just said Glenn Eliff, but I mean, who knows? He, he, yeah. You know, um, well, he does obviously. <laughs> I'll feel really bad if we mispronounced it. Um, yeah, so <clears throat> um, <laughs> there, there, there is an interview with him. I should have looked it up. Okay, there. but uh, anyway, um, yeah. So the Son of Zeus is the first part of the trilogy, and it covers uh, the aftermath of. Uh, the murder of his children uh-huh. and the first three labors. Uh, so just the the lowdown in the the most commonly accepted myth of Heracles is that uh, after he's already had a few adventures, he saved Thebes from an army uh-huh. and stuff, and there's been a few other things. But uh, Hera drives him mad, and he murders his children. And in most versions, he also murders his wife uh-huh. as well. Uh, but in this book, it's just his children that he murders. Uh, the wife's still alive. And uh, for that reason, he goes to uh, either the Oracle of Delphi or Parnassus, and they set him on the path to go serve the King Eurystheus, who is his rival. There's a whole story there about mm-hmm. how Eurystheus uh, was, you know, by Hera's design, inherited what uh, Heracles should have gotten. Yes, uh, he in was. Terms of the... He was conceived uh, earlier, just in the he nipped Hercules, uh, you know, in the bud, beat him by a nose. To, to, yeah, to... yeah. Hera delayed his, yeah. Uh, Heracles' birth, yeah. um, so he has the kingdom of uh, Mycenae and Tiryns. Yep. Probably pronounced those wrong, but anyway. Um, and yeah, so he has to serve him and do ten labors, which turns into twelve for reasons we'll go into. And, uh, yeah, so that, that's where the book starts, after the death of his children. Um, you know, and there's also uh, just broad strokes for now with the book. Uh, the characterization of Heracles is uh, mm-hmm. pretty good. Like, I, I had no problems with it. Um, you know, he – like, it doesn't – because it's not really exploring the parts of uh, his life where – he does like some really questionable stuff. We're at the sort of redemption phase of his life mm. right now. So he seen so he's a bit more like, uh, I don't know what, I don't want to say relatable, but I don't know. He's just, uh, more likable mm. than if we got the Heracles who had just murdered 
that guy for some horses or something, or who was uh, sacking Troy because they didn't give him horses yeah. and murdering uh, all of King Laomedon's uh, sons. Yeah. I mean, they were grown-up sons, but still. Uh, which, again, they covered in Greg Pack's run, which I thought was fun. Um, <laughs> yeah. Where are my horses? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I think um, Elifs, I'll call him Elif, Glyn Elifs, I think he... Um, I think he chose a, a a pretty decent kind of starting point as well. I mean, there, there are so many possibilities, really, with with Heracles. You could start with his birth. You like, could start, yeah, but then you've got that legacy of having to describe it all from there onwards. You know what I mean? And although, like his, it, yeah, his tutelage, the yeah, war yeah. of Thebes and stuff. Yeah, so, so it's kind of like the way I see it. It's kind of like um, like a, a, a film, um, just foregoing the origin story. Um, and, and you, you get a sense of it anyway. And Her- Heracles is such a big thing. Uh, you know, for those that do like him, you, you kind of get a sense of it and you, you will pick up on it, even if you are unfamiliar with what happened, you know. But th- the fact is that we get Heracles at a point where he's built a reputation already. So we see, yeah. we see villages or I don't know what we call townsfolk, um, recognize him and, and even the soldiers yeah. recognize him when he goes into, t- uh, Turin's. Um, mm. And we get, you know, we're on the cusp of, of the labors, and also as well, we've we get kind of heavily introduced, but we don't have to go through it. That um, the big event for him, uh, the the murder of yes. his of his kids. Although we do kind of go back into it in flashbacks and stuff, but um, yeah, we never get we never get it as a whole scene. Though we only ever get no. it in fragments. Exactly, and and I don't think you'd need to really. Um, it would just be gratuitous. It would be, yeah. I mean, look, if 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 Ilif wants to wanted to do six or seven books, you know, he could start a, a bit earlier. But I think oh, in, yeah. in this, and I'd read it. <laughs> I'd read it as well, as well. But like, as far as like really, like pitching the story to to a reader mm. or someone who picks up the book, I think this is really good because straight away you kind of hit the ground running. Um, and it's, yeah. there's a little, a little, I wouldn't say slow at all, but it's just until the labors start, but there's a little bit set, a bit of setup at the beginning, but you have to do that anyway, because we don't get all that stuff prior. We don't get the whole origin. Yeah, you're of establishing the, yeah, the so characters. That's, it's part and parcel of it. Yeah. Um, I should point out, it actually opens in uh, Ithaca, uh, Odysseus's palace after he has gone oh. through Troy and his Odyssey. Um, I forgot, and I forgot the, about that at the beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The prologue and uh, his his muse uh, sings, mm. um, and uh, you get the impression that uh, like this is kind of you know the roughly the story that he's telling. Yes. Um, so we get because uh, his previous trilogy was about Odysseus uh, in Troy and then the Odyssey. So I think that's a way for him to tie that in. Oh, as nice well. tie in. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he must be a big Odysseus fan. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah. yeah. But it, it is a really good starting point. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, start, like, I didn't expect it to start after the death, but, uh, there you go. Like, uh, make, make sense. Now that I think about it. And, yeah. uh, I, I like how they keep, uh, Hercules, you know, really bad temper. <laughs> yeah. Well, his introduction is really good, I think, in it. Um, mm-hmm. the, the description, just the pure descriptive quality of Villeneuve's writing for Hercules uh, distinguishes him and he's really kind of like almost that almost like a perfect human kind of thing you know he's, he's yeah, uh, yeah. chiseled muscles 
He's, he's a big, big man, <laughs> your big beard, uh, you know, and uh, and his introduction with those, what do you call bandits? Oh, not bandits. What they they were they were bringing um, the mother and child and, and some others to to, to slave, right? Um, slave trading. Um, yeah, yeah. But his con- confrontation with them was brutal all at once, but a, a really good introduction to the what yeah. we what we're going to get with with Hercules. I thought it was a nice teaser. Because I mm. was hoping, and we do get later on a lot of graphic, like violence with 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 monsters, mythological beasts. But um, yeah. I enjoyed it; totally enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting because I was a bit worried that they were gonna just he's gonna make you know Heracles super heroic mm. and be a champion of the people, and he does end up being a champion of the people, but like not through any overly sort of virtuous actions they just see him killing big monsters and they're like hey this guy's awesome and he he gives them some food as well yes you yes know, like yeah um so it's not like uh you know he is a champion of the people but not because he's you know representing them or anything just uh like he's famous because like yeah everyone despises him for murdering his kids but then he starts killing all these big monsters and they're like man this yeah. guy's awesome yeah i mean <laughs> but let's not let's not forget as well it's not like he's killing the monsters to help the people he's doing it because he needs to do it for himself it's some sort of a oh, yeah the, the motivations are not uh, the Nemean lion motivation is partially selfless because he wants to rescue oh, oh yes morlock's daughter um, um but the yeah but like in general and with the next two waivers yeah he's not He's not doing it to like save them. He's doing it to no. find out why he murdered his children and to get rid of the guilt that's plaguing him. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you take it back even further as well with um, King Eurytheus, how do you pronounce it? I always say Eurytheus, but Eurytheus. Let's just stick with that. Okay. <laughs> um, I mean, the fact that he's actually unwillingly wanting to under uh, be in the servitude of the king mm. um, shows that it, it's really there's there's a deal for him you know like he's not the labors have come about because he wants to atone for himself um so you're right i mean the Nemean line of course he wants he wants to save the daughter but uh, at the end of the day he's doing all that because he wants he wants to learn he actually yeah. he gets this um he gets this uh message from the pythoness um earlier on she's yeah. like an oracle about uh, if you kill this beast or something you'll understand you'll know why you killed your children yeah. and he thinks the lion is is the the answer at first um so that's one of the big drivers that's always been the drive for him he wants to yeah. understand um and i but, guess all of us reading uh know it's the hydra because he talked yeah. about the immortal hydra head but yes. uh yeah 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 he thinks it's the lion um yeah um and uh yeah so also just disclaimer before we go further we will be going into i mean obviously spoiling the story of Heracles is like you know, a <laughs> yeah. bit of an old hat but like uh we will be going into book specific spoilers yeah. as in like details and changes they've made and just stuff that might be ruined if you want to read it so mm-hmm. as we said last episode I highly recommend picking this up for two bucks or whatever and reading it and then come listen to this episode oh, yeah. uh because it's a good read and I think it's worth you know it's 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 you know very accurate to the myth, yes, there is changes and like little twists here and there, but they're not huge. Um, yeah, and, and we, I think it's just a great read. Yeah, and, and and you know we've likened it to. I mean, the whole reason why we thought it would be very appropriate for for our podcast as well. I mean, Superman mm. is that that big, you know, the big heroic figure, strong and all that. And so yeah, Heracles, exactly the kind of same thing. So we it's think 
ancient so, Greek Superman, just without the the yeah. shining night quality. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I think anyone that enjoys Superman would really enjoy uh, this, uh, you know, modern take and and uh, modern book on Heracles. Yeah, and it, yeah, it is a really good read for two bucks. You can't go wrong, seriously. Yeah, and you you don't need um, prior knowledge of the myth. Prior mm. knowledge of the myth will like. You'll get some enjoyment out of it, sure, or some annoyances, depending. But, like, uh, you know, you don't need it. No. It tells you what you need to know. Um, it omits some stuff, but, like, you know, it's just really... Uh, he's following Apollodorus, which is the main, the biggest sort of compilation mm-hmm. put together on Hercules' life, and he was a Roman, um, and he follows that pretty, uh, pretty much, Faithful. you know, except, like... Yeah. Yeah, for, for some things he mentioned, like Hercules killing, like, four of his sons and two of Hercules' sons, um, yeah. you know, and, like, the Hydra having 10,000 heads or whatever. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, that'd be just ridiculous. I'm not sure if that was in Apollodorus, but, uh, yeah. Well, I was a bit disappointed that two heads didn't sprout up when he killed one head. That's true. I thought, yeah, I was thinking that all the time as well. Like, it was just the one that kind of protruded out, didn't it? Um, yeah. Yeah, because... Again, I was always just thinking of the two coming out, but he did he did address that um, Ilif in the in the afterwards. So, oh yeah, yeah, I mean there were just different yeah, ranges. I, yeah, that was so cool. Uh, I would have loved that when I read Song of Achilles, which I was not as warm on <laughs> as um, <laughs> this book, uh, because um, and that was really accurate for a while. But anyway, uh, in in this, like at the end, he does a couple pages where he talks about why he made you know, the biggest changes yeah. in the book. And he also talks about Hercules as a character and he's kind of scaled him down a bit from being this weird sort of con- contradictory, uh, you know, I'll have to get the yeah. exact thing up then. Uh, yeah. I think he said, like, uh, <laughs> for most modern readers, he'd be like a combination of, like, if Harvey Weinstein was the Terminator or something, <laughs> which I thought was a pretty funny. Yeah. Um, I don't think it was that bad, but, like, yeah, yeah, and, and obviously as well, he mentions in the afterwards he has to he had to fill in some gaps as well. So there's there's a bit of creative license as well, which is understandable. As uh, as I mentioned with Connor earlier on, uh, the the text and, and the prose for Hercules isn't you know isn't dense. So for instance, yeah. uh, the Sinaian Hind, uh, which Hercules takes on as a second labor, uh, that that kind of um, developed into a whole kind of chapter or so uh, and a lot yeah. of it is um embellished uh, but uh, but I think very well done uh, anyway as well so yeah uh, I got to say I was I was a bit disappointed he didn't hunt it for a whole year <laughs> <laughs> well yeah cuz tell- he was getting so fed up after like a couple of weeks yeah yeah <laughs> See, I, like, yeah. yeah I read it right I was telling you cuz I thought it was 10 years that he hunted hunted it for but like <laughs> A years, yeah, a year is long enough, isn't it? Um, but yeah, so yeah. so there are a, a certain things that that Elif had to tweak, of course. Um, but I think I think everything he's done, I think, is is quite well justified. Um, I've yeah, I've no major complaints at all, which is pretty rare for like a adaptation of mythology. Mm. You know, because there's so much crap out there. I understand, like you know. <sighs> Clash of the Titans and stuff like that. I, I so wanted to watch that, but it it just looked like such a disappointing film. I didn't want to, didn't want to say. It. It's like 
Is that you know, Sam Worthington? Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, someone persuade me watching that. They keep trying to get me to watch Wrath of the Titans. I'm like, just shut up, man. I'm not going to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> like, these stories endured for thousands of years for a reason. Why do you change them so much? You know, mm. they, they're not that indigestible to modern audiences. People have been digesting them, you know, for ages. Uh yeah, exactly. There, yeah. There's nothing wrong. Yeah, and and I think Elif shows that really well. There's nothing wrong with sticking with, with the text, you know. Um, and and yeah, you know, introducing some things if you need to, but there's no re- no reason to reinvent it. You know, you can. Yeah, you know, no. This it. is yeah. This is more accurate than most. You know, the, the, if not all, like uh, it's definitely more accurate than Kevin Sorbo's Hercules, and Disney's Hercules, <laughs> Hercules New York, yeah. and uh, that sixties Hercules, and it's just, yeah, no, it's definitely more DC's Hercules. Which my exposure to DC's Hercules has been through Wonder Woman, where they just turn him into a villain. Oh, okay, you know, yeah, yeah. he's yeah. like ha ha ha, I pillage and yeah, you oh, know, God, I, I love to... the women. Oh, um, so hesitant to to read him in DC, but anyway. The, the fact that he seduces Hippolyta and then enslaves her whole people, it's like, he's not hes not that subtle. <laughs> <laughs> if he wanted to do that, he'd like, you know... Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just make him really villainous, and I don't like it. Um, Which is really but, uh, weird, is a really weird take, isn't it? Because, for, for again, for someone who's so iconically heroic, you know... It's weird I think that that's they kind see... of why. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I don't know. This is because this was this was from the forties when Wonder was created. Like, this is not a recent. Oh, okay. I thought it was a recent uh, thing. Okay. No, this is from, and then George Perez did it again yeah, in right. his run. Yeah, but it's not like George is. Perez came up with that. It was so oh, it's like, okay. but I think that was the point to show like the archetypal hero being the villain in right. Wonder Woman's origin. But I think like Hercules is a way more interesting character than Wonder Woman. <laughs> 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 I was like, come on. <laughs> Um, I can't. I can't wait to see how they do the Amazons. Like that, that's one of the things about these books. It's like I really can't wait to see how they tackle these other labors because some of them are so crazy. Because mm. the way this is written is very sort of. We talked about this before. Um, it feels like granted, like if as you're there, like you're there. Mm. It doesn't yeah. feel grand and mythical, but like there's obvious. Like the line is huge, yeah. and the Hydra is huge it's like as big as a big boat it said um yeah you know and like one of its heads was as big as a man so it's huge but it just feels like you're on the ground oh yeah so i think you live writes really well in that sense um i always came across the writing it's so accessible um but you're right i think part of that is due to the fact that um he he kind of uh, yeah, yeah. He, he doesn't kind of make it grandiose and, and over the top or anything like that. It, it's very much like you can really imagine yourself like there and right amongst it. And he's got enough descriptive qualities as well to give you a sense of um, like he was, t- he was talking about the Ford, you know, where the the hind was at, you know, and he was describing the 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 layout and the setting, and you can just totally imagine this is where mm. it would come to to rest and to drink and that was where the little girl would often interact with it and you know this was the whole kind of way that Hercules was trying to entrap it um but yeah just that whole setting like it, it just in your mind's eye you can just see it all it's, it's really good and even the the walls of, of Tyrans like the uh, mm-hmm. King Eurythius's um you know palace um yeah it was, yeah really good yeah and um I like uh 
I have to say the Hind was one of my favourite parts, even though it was strange stuff. It was a lot of fun, and yes. Artemis showing up as well. And yes. I was like, oh, that, that priestess is totally Artemis. Artemis, yes, I feel absolutely. so smart. But then she revealed herself as Artemis, like, a page later. I'm like, okay, well, I guess it wasn't <laughs> yeah, supposed it to be surprising. No, no. <laughs> yeah, I think it was. Uh, I wasn't telegraphed, but it was It was kind of along the way. But, yeah, how cool was that? Like, you get to see that was one of, the, well, the only, right? The only instance in this book so far, or this trilogy so far, that... Oh, we see a god. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and we see Hera, but that's more in the dreams of the priestess, I think. Yeah, of, of Charis. Um, yeah. yeah, Charis or Charis. Charis, um, oh, sorry. It would have been, yeah, I don't know. Actually, yeah, incidentally, know. Connor, it's so funny. Um, uh, one of the... Um, where, where I work, one of, not my colleagues, but um, one of the staff members, her name is Charis or Charis. It's like, oh, <laughs> it's like, oh, I never nice. noticed that before. So, <laughs> Keep an eye on it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. She seems nice, though, actually. Um, yeah, she doesn't come across as um, bad or anything like that. Uh, she, I mean, she serves Hera. <laughs> so, um, yeah, but that's not, like, her fault. No, no, know? it isn't. Like, no. she was given to the temple as a child, and she's obviously grown up to be out. And, you know, if you're yeah. – Hera's good to – like, she was good to Jason. Jason's main sort of patron was Hera. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and if, the gods are just fickle, man. Like they have yeah. their favorites, and you know, oh yeah, don't she's just bad side. Yeah, um, she just absolutely loathes Heracles, so that's fair enough. Yeah, um, you know, they all they all have their bad. Like Athena's one of the most popular gods, goddess of wisdom and stuff. But man, you should see the stuff she got up into the Trojan War. Um, <laughs> oh, right. You know, she's she's terrible as well. Uh, yeah. But um, yeah, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. So- like, yeah. I, I can't wait to see. You know, like it's just going to be good to see stuff like Cerberus in the underworld, yeah, and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so, so what did you make of? Um, oh, look, I'm just jumping all over the place here a little bit. Iolus uh, as well. He was really cool. Um, oh, the nephew. Yeah, yeah. He ends up, um, of course, against the Hydra, uh, but he shows he shows quite a bit of metal. You know, for a guy that, again, as Ilif always describes. He's just got the starts of a tuft of a beard or something. You know, Heracles even jokes to yeah. him, saying, you're not, you're not a soldier yet, but, you know, you're still a boy. You can't even grow a beard yet. Um, it's a, yeah. Yeah. But he, he... It's a cool aspect to explore because you know in the myth that his nephew helps him kill the Hydra. Yes. So it's like, oh, let, let's, you know, let's go into that. Why is his nephew there, you know? And, like, what what's his nephew like who would go up against such a horrible creature? Mm. Um yeah, no, that's true. I, I think it was, um, it, yeah, you, you kind of wonder how they ended up being a team for doing it. But, you, you know, the moment they entered that kind of swamp as well, of course, and, well, I mean, that's where Her- Heracles was going. Uh, it's yeah. Like, it's like it started to form in my head, oh, yeah, cool, of course. I, I remember. It's like, oh, yeah, he helped him seal off the heads, like the necks. It's like, oh, that's great. You know, so it, it <laughs> you was know, all... the story of, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, go on. Oh, no, just saying, so it all kind of yeah. fell into place. And, and I think... Um, May or may not have Elif just subtly kind of does it, and it's like, yeah, it's very accurate. So, the uh, it would have been great if, um, I mean, this whole like the 12 labors make a great DD campaign. <laughs> <laughs> I think players would be hopeless, though they'd fail. Um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, whoops, yeah, I also was good. Um, your thoughts on Megara? What did you think of her? At the start, honestly, at the start, it was a bit of a snooze for me because a lot of the time it would cut from 
you know, Hercules doing this stuff that I wanted to sort of keep track of and then it would go to her. Mm-hmm. And there was a couple of chapters where it's like, yeah, I mean, I, this horrible sounds, I get it. You're like a complete absolute mess because of mm-hmm. what's happened. Yep. But then, like, she started doing stuff and that was cool. Um, I'm not really... I'm kind of wary as, like, her and Iolus' involvement because they're not... As far as I know, they're not present for, like, the rest of the labors. So mm-hmm. part of me is, like, hoping they don't become actual recurring characters because I think if they were to, you would have to insert them there because... Yeah. Well, like, there's a... This, yeah. Yeah. There's a thing with the, the mushrooms now with them that she kind of discovers, which... Could potentially be an on like an ongoing thing that bleeds over into the next uh, novel. At That's least. true. Um, yeah, I mean, no, I'm just yeah you know, speculating. Just because uh, again, uh, that was one of the things Elif said as well. The mushrooms obviously was something he yeah, created, yeah. Um, which is a cool twist. Yeah, it is a nice cool twist. And I mean, in hindsight as well, Connor, uh, I didn't mind too much uh, the earlier chapters with her in it. Of course, she's recounting the stuff, but I I did really think she kicked into gear. Once you met up with the witch, only because you know, yeah, witch man, it's cool. <laughs> she had like a this hag that she had in closer inspection. She's actually might be she actually might be younger than myself. I like that. I was thinking, yeah. yeah. So, but it just goes to show, like, I, I'm fascinated with witches as well and how they're just so. Oh, they're they're very creepy, you know. And I'm not talking about <laughs> yeah, wicked witches of the west. I'm talking about like witches of you know myth and stuff. They're just freaky. Yeah. Um, never up to any good. No, no, exactly, <laughs> exactly. So it was interesting that um, Megara then decides to she she put herself literally in Hercules's Heracles's shoes because uh, yep. she understood, recounted that he actually ate a whole heap of mushrooms. She has one of them, and she goes mm. batshit crazy as well. She, yeah, she goes berserk. Yeah, kills a whole lot. And of the, cats. I really, <laughs> yeah, I really like that whole. Yeah. Like just the de- the description of her experiences taking the mushrooms. Mm, yes, um, very cool. Yeah, cool. she saw like this beautiful kind of what gods might see, but then she was attacked, and you know she kills all that stuff that turns to be cats. And if you know if Heracles took a whole bunch of them <laughs> instead oh, of man. one, he's you know it's impressive he didn't break completely, which is I think what Hera wanted to happen. Yeah, uh, uh, you know he's big, he's strong, and an ox as well. So I'm sure he's. Immunity would have been a lot greater than say Megara, but still he mm. ate he ate like at least I don't know I'm not like twelve a dozen times more than what she took. Yeah, because he um, loves mushrooms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they point out, yeah, yeah. But um, very kind of scary stuff because as you say, the description is really great as well. But you don't really get a sense of it's just very chaotic as to why she decides to like attack. Like she ends up stabbing her who who she thinks is her son. Right in 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 the vision. Well, she she stabs what she thinks is like the witch, but then it turns it's into a son. It's all very yeah. weird. Yeah, like, yeah, just yeah. kind of um, you know. But the fact that she actually ends up, you know, she gets his anger towards the witch anyway and stabs her is is a weird thing. And even with the cats, you don't really get a sense of. There's just these kind of black kind of blurs, I guess. Um, I mean, they, they were totally going to be the cats, though. I mean, yeah. I, because, like, they, they mentioned the cats a couple times before, they and did, it's like, yeah. she's killing all these demons. It's like, yeah, they're going to be cats. and <laughs> The uh, green eyes and all that stuff. So, yeah, you, you do get that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. But, yeah, I think it really kicked into gear when... when and I think that's a lot... I think that's where we leave her, don't we, anyway, with the... Well, the final chapter is her revealing yeah. to yeah. Heracles that 
like what happens that someone put these mushrooms there. And the the thing is interesting, and I like how they went, you know, like there is no hope for reunion between them. Yeah. In as a husband and wife, like Heracles, you know, he kind of wants it, but you know, she. Oh yeah. He, and like she understands why, and it's not his fault. But at the same time, like you're looking at the person who murdered your children, yeah. even if it, they weren't responsible. Yeah. Oh, even like, Heracles understands that as well. I think he goes on. Saying, oh yeah. Like, he absolutely still loves her, adores her, but like, how could she take him back? Like, you know, someone that exactly just say someone who's murdered her children, their children. Like, they just no. Yeah, it's just a bit weird. So, um. Well, can I say what happens with? her in the the version i'm familiar with where she lives or yeah sure well uh heracles gives iolus to her and they get married because he doesn't like he can't look at megara because of what he did so right like that's i thought they were going to do this like big romance thing in the first book to Ah. set those two up and i hope they don't i hope they don't do it in the next book either like um you know but like yeah i I mean i think they'll get together Oh, you think they will? Okay. Uh, either that... If he's, if he's drawing from this myth, then yeah. I think, like, it happens here, so... Well, either that, or they, they just drift away from the story. I, I, I don't know. Um, mm-hmm. We'll have to... We'll yeah, have I'm, to... Not, I'm not sure they'll be new, because... Yeah, I'm yeah, not sure. I mean, I know... Cause... I'm just thinking of, like, what other supporting characters could you have if you want characters that aren't Heracles to follow around? Mm-hmm. I can't, like... Unless you want to follow gods around. Yeah, um, interesting. I mean, he did... I mean, Ilif created... Were they creations, the mother and daughter? Um, I think so, yeah. Yeah, I mean, they were pretty good. Yeah, I, I didn't... Yeah, no, they were, they were fine. Yeah, if there was, like, more scattering of minor characters like that, I'd yeah. be cool with that. Um, Even, um, also, again, I don't know, was he... Is he a... Uh, is it Tidious? Um, the, like, the first-in-command soldier? Um, that oh yeah yeah Tidious or Tidious, something yeah, yeah yeah did it it was pretty cool I thought um, because I funny. I was expecting a full on showdown with them like he he lays Hercules or Heracles he lays him to waste towards the end um, <laughs> uh, and I was just waiting for his I don't know head to be squashed or something by Heracles <laughs> yeah yeah this... but um I don't know yeah, maybe we'll see him though. again like maybe he'll come up again I don't know because um. That would be fun. Uh, but there might be Some, just a cast of thousands of different characters, I guess, yeah. It'd be cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm interested to see if, like, uh, Athena will still show up and help him with a couple of his labours. That would be cool. I hope she um, does. Give him, like, the, the shakers or whatever to scare off the birds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, that would be good. Um, mm. I'm just trying to think of... Because uh, we get that towards... The but he dips his arrows, doesn't he, in the Hydra's? Um, isn't that right? He dips it these arrows in the Hydra's blood, or something. Did he do it in the book? Uh not yet. Like in the novel, no, I don't think not yet. Yeah, okay, because that that's like one of the most famous things about him killing the Hydra is he dips the arrows. I'm sure. I'm sure Ilif will will um will mention. It. I was very glad to hear. Like, you know, we talked about it about using the pelt yeah. pelt of the lion. Um, although you had reservations about the size of the head, which is which, fair enough, yeah, because it, it, it's supposed to be so big, like it would. Yeah, I feel like the cat would just. I mean, I think <laughs> you're supposed to just think it's like normal lion cat, but like it would just 
being like over his head. Like it'd be, it's, it'd be like a Chinese it'd be really dra- goofy, I think. Like a Chinese dragon. <laughs> you know those songs. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I thought it was great. Uh, Good. Uh, I never. Re- I always imagined their line to be kind of like normal coloured, but it's black as midnight. This one, um, so it's a little bit different, I guess. Uh, but yeah, it's good that, yeah. that he has that kind of not bulletproof, but at least sword proof pelt, which was good. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. yeah. So I'm just trying to find the in Apollodorus if like the. The app because it has his death where he puts on the cloak that oh, okay. has the hydra poison, you know. Yes, and that's, yeah, that's pretty yeah. famous. Um, yeah, yeah, but I just can't find the part where he dips his arrows in the hydra. Um, who, who was that? That was um, someone tricked, um, yeah, that Begara was that, into, uh, into, into giving it to him. No, no, not Megara, no, uh, his second, yeah, second yeah. wife, uh, yeah. Dianara, yeah, yeah. Because uh, she was worried that he was going to get together with... Um, That's right. The other trick, which she probably was going to do. But, um, yeah, she got tricked by that centaur. Yeah. Because she didn't she didn't want to kill him. She thought it was a love potion. That's right. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. But it was actually because, you know... Yeah. But which was... is uh, a tragedy that I want to read. I think it's Sophocles did it, but uh, that'll be cool. Um, yeah. So... Which yeah, again, you, you kind of get again. There's a little touchstone in, um, not even the Greek pack. I think it's the the um, Dan Abnett run as well. These um, these centaurs come up and meet Hercules, and uh, there's bad blood between them. No <laughs> pun intended. So that that's a nice little reference too. There's bad blood to, between centaurs and everyone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, is there? Okay. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. So in in Apollodorus, yeah, it does mention the. Dipping his arrows in the Hydra, yeah. um, but so it did do that. I guess it skips past the immediate aftermath of the Hydra, right? So like what, what skipped past uh, in the book? Like after Heracles, oh, yeah. kills the Hydra, he collapses on the thing, and then it cuts to them in Terence or getting to Terence. Mm. It doesn't cut the aftermath of him. I bet there's going to be some cheeky little thing that Illith will put in, like you know, um, after just after I kill the Hydra, I, I quickly snuck in and. I don't know. He stole, might stole some he, blood of it or something and kept it in a vial, and you know I've got, you know, I use it for my arrows. Who knows? Like if the arrows might not be in it at all. It depends how he because if he doesn't end it with his death, then mm. he might not put the arrows in. But that that would be a bummer. But uh, I know I I, they're one of that's they're one of the things that I'd I'd be expecting, and, and I haven't been disappointed yet. Like with the the lion and the and the hind and hydra, so I'm I'm kind of hoping he does. Yeah, puts that in. Yeah, yeah, even because yeah, there's there's so much to his life before and after the twelve labors, so it's going to be interesting how he. You know, the last book's called Hero of Olympus, so I, my <clears throat> assumption, which I have no idea if it will actually be like that, is it'll have the Giganto Machi or Mackie in it. Mm-hmm. Don't know how to pronounce that. Uh, so. Maybe that'll be like the big climax, but I don't know. It's... Yeah. Yeah. I guess this is nothing to do, but uh, see where it goes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. No, and we, we do have the other two books in our uh, in our devices, yes. so that should be good. I believe book two is 20 chapters instead of 18. Oh, okay. Cool. 
the um yeah you expect a lot of it will be done i mean because again a bit of setup in in this one to get underway and then you've got the three labors so we should get a nice portion of it in the second mm. uh about of the labors in the second second novel wrath of the gods i <laughs> believe it's called Ah, oh, okay right yeah they're not already wrathful <laughs> <laughs> they're even more wrathful of the god yeah of the gods yeah yeah that that one has yeah 20 chapters um and then another author's note, so I'm wondering if he'll be talking about uh, more changes. Oh, yeah. That he made. I like that anyway. I like how he addresses it. It's not like you're kind of left with this story and, and off you go. At least he's aware and, and, you know, I'm sure he is, obviously. He's probably done extensive research into it, but it's just good to address it for the readers that may be wondering. Oh, why is this oh definitely. Yeah. Well, people like us were like, "Hey, why was that changed?" Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and and even if it like it is not much of an explanation, it's just like, look, you know, I I understand that this is different, but I've done it. You know, I've had to make these tweaks. That's that's pretty cool. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. No, I'm looking forward to. So. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that. Yeah, it's, it's a good book. I think. Yeah, the most. As I said, the most impressive thing for me is just how he sort of grounded the writing and mm-hmm. makes you feel like you're there, but still have all these crazy mythological creatures. Uh, like he thinks he might have seen like Typhon <laughs> under this mountain. I wasn't sure if it was like just a giant snake or if that was actually oh. like Typhon in prison. So yeah. pretty sure. And then uh, that I really like the sequence, the vision. Where you were through looking through the eyes of Hera, the uh, echidna birthing. Oh yeah, the echidna. The lion and the hydra. I was like, oh. <laughs> the echidna was a great description. I loved it. Um, just really, yeah. ho- just really horror. Like you, you know, because it, it's you don't get much of that in the book at all. But the immediate description of the the echidna, I, I can't remember. Gangly legs. She had these kind of undulating bulbs or something. Just near it was the, gross. Yeah, yeah, near the bottom of her yeah, teeth, that, you know, a mouth that opened really wide or something. It was really kind of, uh, yeah, terrifying. But, um, yeah. And no, you get the impression, like, if, if Heracles didn't kill these creatures, they would have just kept running rampant um, because... Yeah. Well, that's it. And they mentioned it a couple of times as well, is that, like, um, their base instinct is just for... To, to destroy the world or something along those oh, lines. Yeah, they're evil. Yeah. Like the they're, line is, yeah. it's not a, it's not really a line. It's like a evil creature that looks like a giant lion. Like yes. it has intelligence, malevolence. Like Heracles feels bad at one point, but then he remembers that this lion is not acting out of like nature or survival. Mm. It's just evil and cunning. You know, it's, it's very cunning. Um, like it doesn't even eat some of the victims. Like it just, it's a pure oh, yeah. kill just to kill them. Um, yeah, and the fact that which is you know quite you don't see from lions a level of sophistication. Lion, um, the Nemean lion came, comes in and steals children to lure yeah. lure the fathers of the hunters into the cave and kill them. So it's a very crafty, uh, and and it has that um, which is very accurate to the thing, isn't it, Connor? The it has a second entrance. Like it, it double doubles back or something and, and traps people in the cave. I don't remember, but you might be right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah the the line was an 
I think the line is a really important part to get right or do oh, well because that's your first labor. Yeah. And it's also, it could be so easy just to make it like a big lion. Yeah. But yeah. he did really well, I think, by making it like a, not not a lion, but a monster. Yes. Um, you know, like a spawn of Echidna or Typhon or whatever. Mm. Uh, mm. You know, like a, a leftover from the evil titans and monsters and stuff. So, yeah, really good stuff. I was very impressed with the way... Oh yeah, the line was handled. Even, um, even to the fact as well, um, it let one of the the hunters go, but he was like mutilated beyond belief. Like they're saying something like his jaw was hanging, or like his his skin mm. uh, was torn. It was just like flapping because because he he's literally nearly dead, but just enough yeah. to to make it back for everyone to see what the line can do. Um, so yeah. yeah, really evil stuff. Yeah, good, good stuff. Yeah, man, I want to, I want to start the second one now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, all right. Well, uh, what what else do you have? Do you have other stuff to say? Or um, no, it's something did come up, but I, I, I've forgotten. But that's okay. It shouldn't shouldn't have been that important. Um, yeah, no. Just I'm looking forward to the second one as well. I think yeah. it's uh, it's again, like I said, it's very accessible. Real easy read. You, you'll burn through it, um, but enjoy it. I mean, at the same time, you'll fly yeah. through it. You won't notice how quick it is. Oh, that was that's what yeah. I was going to say. Um, just with the chapters, I thought that the writing, like, like really, like, used the chapters well. Like, they, they were so distinct, each of them. Like, yeah. I, I could even, like, you know, just looking at the, the, the title of each of them, I can recount, like, most of what that chapter was about. Like that was yeah, that were not just chapter one and no, two. but they were really just kind of like there was a really strong theme or something happened in them, uh, and you don't get that usually with with that many chapters like with, with chapters in books you don't necessarily get that. Yeah. but it was quite distinct uh, what happened, so it actually made the story the pacing of the story go really um, really well, I thought mm. uh, because you could easily just kind of you could remember straight away like you know what you'd read, you can kind of gauges of where you are i don't know yeah I, just, I found it really good no you're right yeah 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 and i'm reading a book right now where the chapters are like you know sort of the chapter titles are kind of vague and i look mm. back at them and i'm like that doesn't really indicate yeah like you know <laughs> yeah well, like so. a case in point like for this the um the Elif novel there there were only i think towards the end um the chapters only started then to kind of have like double like, did you notice that? It, it you know, it would, it would stick to say Megara going to the cave with a witch, and then maybe the last third of the chapter would then go back to to Heracles and something, and and, and kind of tie off something else. Yeah, that only started happening towards the end, and and if if that there were only like two main like two themes, like a main theme and a secondary theme in that chapter, but for the most part, yeah. the chapters stayed true to whatever that title said, and so it was kind of really. Um, really good in that sense, very holistic that, that each of the chapters uh, without yep. being cut, cut up into like, you know, here's a subplot, here's another subplot, you know. Yeah. It was, uh, yeah, it was really good. Yeah, I think I think lots of subplots are something that this wouldn't need. Mm, yeah. Uh, you know. And, uh, yeah, and uh, and I think the covers are better on the, the digital actual copies than they are on Goodreads. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've got a Kindle and it's all black and white, so it looks... It looks okay, but you know, but it's it's not not the best. Kindle's not known for its uh, its pictures. So. I'm I'm using Kobo 
desktop and on my phone i'm just using the booktopia app because that's where i bought it and i was able to change the oh nice the color scheme to be a bit more of a like it's still black writing but like the the background's a bit more of a parchment oh, nice. kind of cover oh, so it just it, it's less you know full on for the eyes yeah yeah no for sure <laughs> um yeah and it gives it gives it a bit of a older book feel as well you cha- um, can you change the font change it to like calligraphy <laughs> I'll change the font to Comic Sans. Um, <laughs> uh, you can change the font, but the other options aren't very good, so yeah. I just kept normal font. Um, Seamus Digital only would be great if these were published, because uh, mm. his other books have been published. Uh, he's also doing uh, his next trilogy. His next trilogy in Greek, I think that he wants to do, and he might have done some work on, I'm not sure he mentioned Jason and the Argonauts, uh-huh. and he said uh, that a character... Uh, a character from his books will be showing up in that, and that's obviously Heracles because he was one of the Argonauts for a little bit because mm-hmm. um, everyone was on that boat. It's like the Avengers of Ancient Greece. Um, you know, just not as successful. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you had everyone there. You had Orpheus there, Hercules, the, 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 cool. the twins, Castor yeah. and uh, Theseus. Apparently, even though it doesn't make sense, uh, it's pretty cool. Um, nice. But uh, yeah, so report to the next book. Uh, we'll, we'll do various episodes for those as well. Yes. Hope you guys join us in this little journey of ours. Yeah, and, and by all means as well. I mean, even if you haven't read it now and you may have been interested in what we've said, uh, please pick it up. And, uh, and, you know, we've got various social media platforms or on Discord as well. Uh, drop us a line. Let us know what you think. Uh, and yeah. uh, if you can, you know, um, get the other books and, and be up for reading them along with us, uh, by all means, because, yeah, we'll put these out. I mean, they, we, we enjoy them, and, um, yeah, we're looking forward to the other two. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And, you know, if you're into Heracles, definitely pick up these books. He's a, he's a great character. He's complicated. He's, uh, you know, I think one of the... But one of the other things that sets him apart from the other Greek heroes is just, uh, like, his he wants to make amends when he does something bad. Most of the time, sometimes he doesn't. But, like, you know, just his sense of remorse yeah. for things. I'm not sure if you're familiar with the story where he wrestles death. No, no. Because um, he's staying at his friend's house. Right. And he doesn't realize that they're mourning his wife and it's long story but he's like being a real bore and aggressive and he's telling people off but then they tell him mm-hmm. that it's actually his friend's wife's funeral and he's like oh my god so he goes oh. to the underworld wrestles death and brings her back um, <laughs> oh that's awesome that's great so it's good yeah it's, it's i think it's one of his more famous ones um yeah. there's a lot more to the story than my brief summary of it but, still sounds uh, good it though. Is, the premise sounds good it is kind of the time that it is kind of like the case of that time Heracles wrestled death, and it's like a it's a good look at his character as like approach to um you know yeah. solving situations and stuff and making amends is just to yeah. face it head on. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. Yeah. All right. Well, um, I don't know. Are we gonna uh, any any final thoughts or would we want to? I was about to say rate it, but we probably shouldn't. I mean. Yeah, no, I don't feel like rating yeah, it, to be honest. Yeah, it's just um, good to talk about it, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, we, the rating is, I really enjoyed it. 
<laughs> well, <laughs> I thought if, it was really good. Yeah, well, if um, you want to hear the ratings or see it, just check out Goodreads. Um, follow both, oh, yeah. both of us. <laughs> we're, we're both on Goodreads. I'll whack that in the show notes. Uh, I want people to follow my Goodreads because I'm always up to talk about like, <laughs> books or movies or comics or whatever. Yeah. So, um, the Goodreads, yeah. Goodreads don't do movies, do they? No. No, no, no uh, okay. that's that's another thing. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. I, I have a letterbox for that. Ah, yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, and if you want to look at Ray's favorite books, it's like a bunch of Daredevil with Cormac McCarthy just in the middle, <laughs> sticking out like a sore thumb. Like <laughs> that, that or uh, or had <laughs> had a profit from podcasting. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, which is. Working wonders for him, apparently. But, uh, <laughs> well, I haven't, I haven't finished the book, so. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe you'll get the secret at the end. Yeah, exactly, know. exactly. It's all a pyramid scheme. <laughs> <laughs> That's all good. All right. Well, it's been good. Uh, yeah, I guess uh, next time you'll see us is our next Last Hunter Krypton episode, yep. which uh, will be with Adam. Yeah. Jimmy Superman's power, and uh, next the next Heracles thing will be, I don't know, probably in oh, a month or two. Yeah, I imagine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, exactly. Uh, Connor and I we're reading along kind of together, so kind of motivates each other to kind of <laughs> to finish, keep on reading and finish the book. So, uh, oh, I don't need motivation. <laughs> I know I, sh- I shouldn't say that as well because uh, no, it is a really good book. So, um, yeah, yeah, no, it's a great book. Uh, so yeah, uh, it won't be too long, I guess, before we do the other one. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, and if you, if you want to, yeah, if you have any other thoughts of any other sort of Greek historical fiction or whatever, Ooh. let us know because I'm always interested to hear about it. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. Until next time. Uh, oof. <laughs> <laughs> I could go really dark. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, until next time, don't uh, eat strange mushrooms that, oh, or antagonize the queen of the gods. I'd say the same as well. Just be careful what mushroom <laughs> you eat. That's all. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. See ya. Catch up. Superman and all other characters in these comics are properties of DC. Any images or music we use are properties of their respective copyright holders. We are doing this for fun and not making money off it, so please don't sue us. You can contact us at lskpodcast at gmail.com and find us on our Libsyn, lskpodcast.libsyn.com. Our Twitter, at lskpodcast. Our Facebook page, Last Sons of Krypton, a Superman podcast. And last but not least, thank you everyone for listening.